0: Ratcatcher, tell me, Joker, what do you know? Uh, I know what there is in the movie. I didn't even know that was a character until uh, Suicide Squad came out. I knew of the character, but kind of
1: similar to you, I knew nothing of the character. So, yeah, we're going to be both learning today along with our audience. By the way, if you do like the episode, give us a like, share, follow, and uh, you know what? Why don't you give us a subscription, depending on what platform you're on? I don't keep track of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Ratcatcher 2 is who we're going to be t- talking about today, real world. So, Ratcatcher Otis Flanagan is a character appearing in American comic books and other media published by DC Comics. Primarily as an enemy of Batman, which out of all the people they could be an enemy of, Batman probably makes the most sense.
0: I mean, it does, but it's also weird that uh, as an enemy of Batman, that it's so unknown and so such a small character. Yeah, that's fair. Because like even some of his smaller enemies seem to be a little more, a n- little more used,
1: I guess. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Condiment King has, like, more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, he does belong to the Dark Knights Road Gallery. Uh, once an actual rat catcher in Gotham City, Flanagan sank into a life of crime. Which really makes me want to know what's made him go into a life of crime.
1: I mean, I feel like in a city very similar to New York, that's not exactly a niche job. Like, I oh, imagine, yeah. like, I imagine, like, there's plenty of work. Like, it's it's one of those things, like, you wouldn't be like, we need to get, like, we need people to get rats for us. It's like, we're in New York. Somebody's got oh, yeah. rats. I'm not saying anything about the
0: job. I was like, what made him really go to crime? That's a good was question. Was he just bored with catching rats? Or did he realize he could train rats to do some stuff for him? Ooh,
1: that's what we're about to find out. Okay, so Ratcatcher first appears in Detective Comics, issue number 585, April 1988, and was created by writer Alan Grant and John Wagner, and artist Norm Rayfogle?
0: We're going to hope that's right.
1: <laughs> Once again, we apologize when we butcher names. We're not linguists.
0: I like think was the first writer or something with Jurassic Park. Ha. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so a female version of this character named Cleo Kazo, or Ratcatcher 2, appears in the DCEU film The Suicide Squad in 2021, uh, portrayed by Daniela Melicor? I think so. I'm hoping. Um, and uh, Takiya Watiti portrays the first Ratcatcher, which is her father, which is kind of always cool when he makes random appearances like that. All right.
1: Ah, I love when he does that.
0: Okay, so uh, that's kind of what we got for real world. Um, Because, yeah, she has no real world history. Wow. Hence why we had some of her fathers. Okay, fair. Uh, Let's get
1: into it. In-universe, childhood. Cleo was born in Portugal and raised by her father. Despite her father's drug problem, he gave his daughter a lot of love and taught her that if rats, the most helpless creature in the world, had a purpose, they did too. Throughout her life, her father taught her to use his gadgets to control rats, getting the animals to bring her things they stole and protect them on cold winter nights. Which kind of a cool animal to be able to control, I feel. I feel like you could get a... I feel as far as for crime, not a bad
0: pick. That's probably one of the best picks you could have chosen. Right? Especially in a city which clearly has a rat problem if they got rat catchers.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: <laughs> so, however, rat catchers' drug problems would continue to grow, and one day he would die of an overdose, uh, leaving his young daughter alone. And for the next several years, Cleo continued to live on the streets with the rats until she reached adulthood. I mean, that's all you know, and that's what binds you to your father. I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be much better at that.
1: Oh, 100% no. I would definitely, I'd continue the work. I mean, why not at that point? It's a cool power. You got, you got it kind of everything you need. As long as you, you know, keep your veins clean, you should be fine. Okay, so let's get, uh, imprisoned in Belle A Rev? Is it Bell? I always. I, I think it's Bell Rev. Bell Rev. Okay, I'm pretty I think. I'm I've heard it said that way the most. Uh, yeah, it's like I've heard both ways, but I think Rev is the correct one. Let's go is with that. that. It's that the most positive. common one I've heard. <laughs> that works. So upon reaching adulthood, she tries to straighten herself out and live the American dream. However, she ended up following in her father's footsteps as a criminal, calling herself Rat Catcher Two after her father. While a criminal, Cleo evaded the police several times and grew quite fond of one rat in particular, who she named Sebastian and treated as a pet. I did love Sebastian,
0: which also explains why she had the one rat on her shoulder in the movie, compared to all of them.
1: True, I did wonder about that. I was just like, I was like, is that just like a hyper intelligent one, or like, what's the deal with that dude?
0: Right. So, unfortunately, Cleo would get caught by a local law enforcement after robbing a bank and was sent to Bell Reb, uh, where she would become a member of Task Force X, or Suicide Squad.
1: Man, so, the random characters that end up on the Suicide Squad, I swear.
0: I, I think we talked about it in another episode, where it's just like their version of... Um, I think it was one of our recent episodes, too. Where, like, Suicide Squad's like the Justice League for the villains of, I just want to throw a random character into this. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember we were talking about that. I forget who we were doing that with.
0: But, yeah, that's 100% what they are. It's like, I want this character to do something. And I get nowhere to put it.
1: And that's fair. So, Cleo would take part in in and surviving the mission with Task Force X in Corto Maltese. Maltese?
0: Maltese. Which is, you know, the mission we see in the movie, and so, that is literally her history.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's more than the villain we were going to do for Shazam, the second movie.
0: Yeah, that apparently had no history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess there's something.
1: I mean, this is yeah, this is at least something. So uh, that's all we got for this for Ratcatcher two. Uh, let's get into powers and abilities. Okay, powers and abilities, abilities. Keen intellect, Cleo was intelligent enough to uh, better the technology made by her father by controlling rats on a large scale to defeat Starro. Uh, She was also the one to realize that Starro's spawns could be countered by uh, shielding the face, which was instrumental in allowing the Suicide Squad to survive when others were being controlled. Makes sense. Um, Yeah, keep them off your face away from the brain. Uh, bilingualism. Cleo is able to speak her native Portuguese as well as English, albeit with an accent. I mean, being multilingual is a very useful trait to have. God, uh, is it? <laughs> God, I wish I was more. So weaknesses. Hypersomnia. Cleo suffers from hypersomnia, a condition that makes her feel extremely tired and tends to sleep in every moment of the day. She admitted that uh, that is unable to work good at daylight due to this disease. (sighs) I feel like I have that sometimes. Sorry for the people listening who actually do have that and suffer from it. I, yeah,
0: (laughs) we just suffer from depression
1: (laughs) on. Yeah, that's a sad truth. But the truth Okay, let's get into equipment. Rat catcher uniform. Cleo's uniform was mostly made of leather consisting of boots and a thick coat. Uh, Rat catcher mask. Cleo has a mask with a filtration system to make the sewers bearable while controlling her rats. Does that make sense? Also, I mean, you know, you may be controlling all the rats, but you don't know what every one of those rats has.
0: Exactly. So you got to... It makes sense with a thick coat. Yeah, I don't want them accidentally scratching you or biting you on. And it was like and contracting who knows what exactly.
1: Which is. fun fun little like side fact in that the plague was caused by the fleas that the rats
0: carried. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> so rat communicator. An advanced technology device created by Ratcatcher to easily tame and train rats. Cleo inherited the device after her father's death and used it in her crimes and on the mission to uh, Corto Meltis. There is no apparent limit to the amount of rats it can communicate with as demonstrated during the Suicide Squad battle against Starro. Uh, Where Cleo tamed hundreds of thousands of rats to attack the monster and eat them from the inside, defeating them. Which was a pretty cool scene. That was just so brutal. (laughs) Brutal, but also like just, I love how elegant they play it too. (laughs) It was great. So, rat manipulation. Cleo can easily tame and train rats with the rat communicator to do tasks for her. Mind control. Cleo can control the minds of rats and have them do her bidding.
0: Which all seem to stem from the communicator. Which... But not that she's just a normal human, which is still, you know, that's about on par for DC villains. Yeah. Honestly.
1: Yeah. Even most of the Flash's rogues gallery, it's like, yeah, they gave them powers in the 52, but like those were just dudes with tech. Yeah. Oh, man, you think the superheroes are the bad guys? They're just beating up on some (laughs) mentally ill guys who are just like IT department, basically. You know, that's... They're the jocks (laughs) and they're just out here punking nerds. That makes sense.
0: (laughs) So I guess that makes Batman the only non-bad guy, quote unquote, since he's also just... A mentally ill nerd (laughs) with tech? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: like, I'm a jock. I'm just like my buddies, and they're like, eh. There you He's our rich friend, and we let him hang out with us.
0: <laughs> oh god. New new thought process on DC now. <laughs> I like this fan theory. I'm gonna roll with it. Proceed. So into other media. Uh she only appears in the Suicide Squad. I mean it's not okay. the shortest list we've had, surprisingly. But it's still up there. Yeah, we have had seen... some that were in nothing. Yeah, we had like one or two. Yeah, she seems to have literally been made for the movie and that was it. Because she, does, she doesn't appear in comics.
1: Huh, it's kind of like the Daughters of Atlas.
0: Yeah. Just this one had a little better job.
1: Yeah, this one at least had something. Okay, well, um, I guess I'll ask the question I ask every week as short as this was. Uh, you a fan, Joker?
0: Yes, and I really wish they would do more with her. Same. I mean, I know it's only been, what, two years since the movie came out, but I'd like to see this iteration in the comics.
1: I would, too. I liked the story they went
0: with. Exactly. And and I feel as
1: though there's a lot of potential there.
0: And I don't know if that's just because she she makes me think of like us, tired and empathetic and lazy. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get
1: that. Well, I let's hope uh, DC, if you're listening, do something right for once. <laughs> for anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, a comic, a cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.